you should practice good poison position because what you're in the habit of doing, you will do habitually. How many episodes are you into Defenders? One. <laughs> You're one in. Okay. Yes. So potential topics: uh, the Orange Lunatic Defenders. Well, we could talk about what leads up to the Defenders. We can tell everybody to watch Defenders, and then, we'll watch, then <clears throat> and then discuss Defenders next week. Okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, so. Bait the defenders for next week? Yes. Masterly. <laughs> um, what and the I, hell? I would like to get the, the gang together for some games. I thought some, if we had like a regular kind of rotating, fun, trivia, made up, improvisational games, then that would enhance the podcast and maybe increase return listeners so um, we could talk about the future of AI we could maybe kind of a short conversation like the AI that they're trying to put into sex dolls or what about Elon Musk's very real warnings this last couple weeks about AI as well as his accusation or his statement that Zuckerberg doesn't understand the ramifications of AI. Didn't actually read any of his uh, statements about that. Like Zuckerberg has this uh, pie in the sky, hoi toy naivete about AI. He's got a kind of a Star Trek original series naivety about him. Whereas twice now, between in Facebook and Elon Musk stuff where they've <clears throat> tried computers, had two computers running AI to negotiate with each other. They have very quickly made up their own language to enhance their communication rate. And we're already off the charts in understanding what the humans could monitor. And they had to shut them down. Did you read about that? Well, I've read of situations like that. Right, right. It's computers. Things happen at computer speed. Yeah. Shit can get out of hand in seconds. Especially when you're talking about neural networks and artificial learning and machine intelligence. And it's amazing that they said shut. They had to shut it down. Because yeah. it, it just evolved right in front of them into a language that they couldn't understand and had no hope of ever understanding. Well, they could use a computer to analyze it, but then that computer would carry the secret. And well, it might know things. Could and wander then, off onto the Internet. And, and then it was next a, thing you know, it's a lawnmower, man. It's just crazy. It's Ultron. Did you ever read the book Robopocalypse? No. Mm. Do, do you ever read? I try not to. Okay. Uh, anything other than comic books? 
No, you know, I don't do a lot of sport reading anymore. I do mostly support reading. That's, uh, that's a deficiency in your life you need to fix. You need to read more. Yeah, every time I read something, it's a little bit more time away from the puppets. I need to get puppet projects done so I can have time to read. That's actually what I should be saying. Okay. I need to, I need to get projects finished into bed. That way I don't feel like I don't have time to read. So, uh, anything other than the orange lunatic we want to talk about? Uh, do we want to talk about beer? Do we want to talk about, uh, oh, um, so did you know that the Xbox One X went on pre-order and sold out in pre-order almost instantaneously? Yes. Did you, did you manage to acquire a pre-order? Now, while I was debating pre-ordering myself it sold out and I was trying to see if I actually had to pay out right now or if I my pre-order would be charged when it ships um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be charged when you ship um, but I could uh, I could check my credit card statement and see if they've charged it yet so while I snoozed I lost is the Xbox One X something that you think we could get some uh, material out of? I don't really know anything about it. Do you? Other than faster processor, 4K. Um, well, I know they did a lot of uh, silicone optimization. They did a lot of special voltage regulators and heat sinks and things to marry the components together tighter than you could achieve through um, a building block system like a PC. So a PC, you've got tolerances and specifications for the bus and for the card makers and for the chip makers. and But it's still a more powerful vehicle than a console. Uh, well, you could argue that the individual components are more powerful, although... It delivers faster response Xbox, time, faster frame rates, faster Xbox throughput. Xbox One X is... The components are pretty fucking high-end. And <coughs> they're claiming... bucks? Uh, it's four ninety nine. Four ninety nine, yeah. For the one terabyte. So uh, they're claiming that it's going to be able to do 4K in 60 frames per second, which is pretty hot. My computer does that. It did cost more than four ninety nine. <laughs> yes. And that's kind of the point that I make when I listen to PC disciples talking about how their uh, their machine can beat the Xbox One X. And first I'm going to say I'm not entirely certain that it could. Um, because they've done some crazy fucking optimization, optimization on, on them. The components are so tightly uh, married, and yeah, just because you got a fast graphics processor and a and a G synced monitor, it doesn't mean you really got the powerhouse you think you got. Because it's 
a lot of the information has to travel across the memory bus and across the the generic bus and everything else and you know they have the uh, the luxury of being able to control all those components and to be able to specify this is what we're going to use this is where it's going to be placed this is how it's going to be connected yeah i I don't think that we're going to get a lot of listeners loving this conversation you know you can edit your powers you can exercise your power as an editor and and it's true but you know what i i look forward to us doing in the very near future if not in this location in the next studio location is having the podcast set up all the time. We go into it and we throw up live video at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we can cut out and edit the the listening podcast to make it nice and enjoyable, and where the fans can see us make the podcast where we go on these tangents and stuff. It's that's an interesting idea. Um. I think it has merit. Because I think it would enrich the channel. Like we, I mean, we, I mean, let's face it. People watch other people streaming the video games that they're playing. And Dude, I watch this Japanese girl just eat food. Yeah, just, but are you watching it for her or are you watching it for the game she plays? No, she eats food. Oh, she eats food. Okay. That's all and she, she does. And she live streams herself eating food. Yes. Okay. Like tremendous amounts of food. Um She's like 5'7", 135 pounds. Uh-huh. And she eats like 10 people's worth of food. Yeah, and she's probably purging afterwards. I don't care. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> like he, like Huel Hauser's. It's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Oh, my. So I was looking at like how to clean my toilet, right? Uh-huh. And I'm I'm looking how to clean my toilet up on the Google. And the Google led me to YouTube videos and like life hacks and and bathroom hacks and how to clean your toilet and real life tips and whatever. And I see these videos get like 3 million views and 7 million views. And all those guys and all it is is guys pumice stoning their toilets or or Vinegar soaking their hard water stains, right? Uh-huh. And I'm talking to Matt, and it's like, I got a great idea for a new Desperate Mother's sketch video. You know what it's called? It's called Super True Life Hacks. And on this, on this series of videos for the Desperate Mother's channel called Super True Life Hacks, we have things like, how to make your teeth sparkling white by using crushed up cocoa puffs. <laughs> Cleaning your bathroom toilet hard water stains with candy sprinkles. And we show a dirty toilet and we show them pour candy sprinkles on and we scrub it away and then we flash to a clean toilet. <laughs> the jump cut that implies that what you just did. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Replace your worn-out insoles with Eggo waffles. So we show someone pour out, pull out their uh, insole with the holes in it, 
lay it over a waffle and cut the waffle out to insole, put their foot into it, <laughs> and then, you know, imply that all day they had, were comfortable because they walked on a waffle. Well, that that almost makes sense. I mean, the cushioniness of the yeah, waffle. Yeah, sure. But super true life hacks as a video. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Well, the majority of the life hack videos are they're better bullshit. Yeah, but they get like 5 million views, 10 million views, 20 million views. Brushing your teeth with crushed up cocoa puffs is ridiculous like the brushing your teeth with uh, charcoal. You've seen those, right? You know, charcoal gets your teeth whiter. Sure, if you say so. That's what they say on the life hacks. So why not? You, you, take, you take cocoa puffs, you put them in a mortar and, pe- mortar and pestle, you crush them up, put them on your toothbrush, and you just scrape those suckers in. Well, you, the camera shows you pouring cocoa puffs into a mortar and pestle, and then you brush your teeth with something like... Uh, Charcoal. No. Um, baking soda. Chocolate sauce. <laughs> and then show the teeth with the chocolate sauce all over them. All over them. And, and then you do the rinse, the spit, and then they're white as day. What would be funny though is if we could get you to like actually paint your teeth white with like liquid paper. Oh, so they're super white. So they're super white. <laughs> but, but super true. Life hacks as a funny video on the Desperate Mothers channel. It's funny. Just bullshit, right? Yeah. Ego waffles as insoles for your shoes. And as effective as ninety nine percent of the life hack videos. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking, no, we definitely need to do that. You know, we talked about doing first person chef. Mm-hmm. Where you just show like GoPro footage of a guy making food at the end. Comes out, present the food, and the food explodes, no matter what it is. <laughs> now, I've, I've talked to you before in the past about uh, tipping your hat. Yes, yes. <laughs> giving away all of your ideas for free. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, that was the one thing that came up in my comedy writing class over and over and over again. John's like, I love your ideas. I see where you're going. You're so funny, but you... But you, you kind of wink. You kind of give it away way beforehand. Well, I mean, it's worse than he ever imagined. I mean, you give it away years before you ever produce it. You, you've talked about the bunnies for years now. Yeah. Well, the- there are people that have taken your idea, run with it, made videos, put them out there, and they've failed, and we'll never know it. Yes. Um, yes. There, there, there's a there's a puppet that goes out there right now and just open up kid toys. <laughs> And they suck at it. But they've been doing it for like a year and change. And I've got Jiggly right over there going, I've been waiting to do this, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) So we went to see the Almond. I mean, we went to... Almond. Doobie Brothers. Mm. So... Did you... So we went to see the Doobie Brothers this weekend and uh, you didn't go. No. Is it because you're holding out because you're a Mike McDonald fan? No. Uh, Is it because you, you, I, we you, were just you only take it to the streets? You don't, you don't go visit China Grove? We were just tired from our, our trip that we'd gotten back from. Yeah. 
just weren't feeling the fair. I'm never feeling the fair. It's, it's full of human people. <laughs> well, I mean, it can be fun to watch those humans. And, you know, just people watch. But I wasn't feeling the the heat and the dirt. and Yeah, it was quite a slog, you know. But you got to see the the legendary bands before they die off. Especially the way they've been dying off like crazy lately. So, Like, I never got to see David Bowie. Yeah, that's one of my huge regrets. Um, how many of the original lineup were there that night? It was most of the original lineup. Mike McDonald's was not the original lineup. Okay, well... It was the key original players. All right. If you ask so, me to name their names, not going to be able to. I don't. <laughs> Without the great wizard Google, I'm not going to know anybody's name. It's a shame you don't have a device open in front of you that, while I was prompting but, you, of course, you could have quickly. But the lead singer, uh, the lead singer is totally there. He's a uh, um, Tom Johnson, Patrick Simmons, John McPhee, John McPhee. They were there, right? Um, you know, it's just Mike McDonald that taken it to the streets. I mean, they exploded with Mike McDonald, right? But they had a label and a name before Mike McDonald came on. So do you have any... My, my favorite Doobie Brothers song is Blackwater. Um, and I'm trying to remember who was the lead singer at the time that that came out. Well, I don't think it was Mike McDonald. Because to me, that's that's the quintessential Doobie Brothers tune. So I think they did that. I know they've had it in their their rotation. Because I'm looking at the San Diego set list, and it was Jesus is just all right. And that's the way it started. They've taken it to the streets. Doctor, Blackwater, Long Train, Running, China Grove. Okay, so Blackwater was originally released in 1974. Trying to see who the lead singer was on that album. It really looks for like at least... 10 years they've been in pretty much the same set <laughs> well you know when you have uh, when you have a product that people want give the people what they want yeah yeah if you and your your buddies can make $20,000 a night you keep doing whatever making you $20,000 yeah. a night and you know what happens when you do the same set list night after night you get really good you at get it? really tight yeah you get fucking amazing at it. So you're saying in band practice we should do the same thing every night? <laughs> well, starting by having band practice would be a major step forward. Um, but we also know what happens when you play the same same songs again and again. You get the I love rock and roll burnout syndrome and... Uh, you get to the point where I really don't want to play that song again. Okay. 
Well, this has been a meandering podcast so far. Yeah. Right, maybe we should do an introduction and... Uh, Try to tighten it up a little bit? Yeah. So if we do have a uh, robot uprising... They'll make beer perfectly? Um, no, I'm thinking... Have you read the articles about how uh, sex doll makers are trying to integrate uh, AI into their sex dolls to make them interactive so that people can bond with their sex dolls? Like her? Kind of, yeah. No, but I would hope so. And then nobody, then then population would go into a negative growth phase. Well, that may actually save the planet if we can start to get the human population to decline. Well, we would need to get uh, the sex dolls into the third world nations. Yeah, but that would really piss off the conservatives. <laughs> they, they don't want people of color having good sex? They, they don't want uh, poor people to have good sex. Even though poor people probably have better sex than most of them already. <laughs> I don't know. If you're rich, you can have pretty raunchy, kinky sex. Yeah, but uh, most rich people spend their time getting more money. Most poor people don't have the means to get more money and they spend their time having sex. Oh, is that the way it works? Yeah. Welcome to the Desperate Mothers Podcast. I'm CJ Watson. And I'm Jack Fisher. And we are all properly lubricated. (laughs) (laughs) Never going dry. (laughs) Thanks to the fine folks at Bravery locally in Lancaster, California. Um, And that's what she said. (laughs) I think I can say um, pretty unequivocally that uh, Bravery is my favorite local brewery. Uh, It's consistently where I go to drink beer. It's not that I don't enjoy the others. I enjoy two of the others immensely. And one of the others is pretty good as far as brews and hipster fare goes. But that's more of a restaurant to me. Yeah, it's definitely a, a, a gastropub. Now, they got some down in the Santa Clara area where I'm looking to move. And we're going to have to audition pretty soon. But we'll we'll talk about those when we go to those. Right now, we're talking about bravery because we drink bravery fairly regularly. Yeah, probably more regularly than any healthy human being should. Yeah, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that they're so close. And if we go to the other, I mean, there's only one other closer, but that's the restaurant one. And sometimes we want beer. We just want beer. Yeah. You know, no food. Food is a distraction. It is. I'd rather drink my calories. And, you know, when it comes down to it, food is expensive. And if I'm going to spend that much, I want it to be on beer. There you go. So, we're drinking Bravery Beer. We just finished off the gunny. We're now drinking the Allegiance. If you're on a drive to... Northern Los Angeles County and support. Um, what's his name? Uh, Lee Ermy. Lee Ermy. 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 Okay. Gunny. Gunny. Of From Full Metal Jacket fame. And, and Mail Call? Mail Call, yes. That was the that show was that he show. had. Was it on the History Channel? I think it was. Okay. 
That was before history nope. went all comedy. So Lee Ermey is going to entertain us tomorrow. Yes. I was not aware of that, but we'll do that. Now, conceivably, what we could do is have like a a picnic lunch of hot dogs to take with us to Bravery. I don't know. It's going to be a messy fucking hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cheese and chili all over your all right. shit. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just suggesting. I, I think it it's actually gonna, wouldn't be a bad idea to take it's a gonna big, be... gigantic vat of chili. But, you know, we have to BYOD. We have to tell everybody, bring your own dog. Yeah. Now, the the, the fly in the ointment there is going to be that because they've been publicizing this, it's going to be crowded tomorrow. Oh, I don't like it when it's crowded. Yeah. Like so I don't have it when they have, like have music and people want to be there. My favorite time to be there is in the middle of the day, like when people are in church and you, I'm out there drinking beer. You like to be the sad drunk singing in the corner by himself. Well, I'm happy until I'm sad. <laughs> I'm happy drinking and then I'm drunk and then I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And were you real into the podcast? <laughs> because anybody who listens to Desperate Mothers. Wants to hear us talk about puppets, or Donald Trump, or Game of Thrones. Okay, let's talk about how Donald Trump is the puppet of Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Apparently, Putin. not Steve Bannon because he has banished Steve Bannon. Yeah, um, and, and you thought he? Okay, everybody thought he was truly the puppet of Steve Bannon, right? He certainly seemed to have a significant influence over policy. I mean, he was there at every move that Trump made. And you thought you'd never be able to extricate Bannon from Trump. Why Why did Trump fire Bannon? Of course, Bannon claims that he left of his own recourse. It was probably his secret ties to the KKK. I'm not sure that that is... A fireable offense in Donald Trump's mind. Well, he had to put, he had to hold someone accountable for his kind of pro KKK stance after Charlottesville. Yeah, but he hasn't even distanced himself or disavowed his own statements. He's, no, no. he's doubled down on them. He no, went, no. This, he last, went to Arizona. this last speech, he, 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 he refrained from the both sides today comment today he in his appearance to the american legion but yesterday in his appearance he went totally off the rails and he doubled down on his previous statements i can't believe he hasn't come out against like you know increased minimum wage then well, i mean I, most I think, republicans I think he has are come out against that against increase of minimum wage because all that it succeeds in doing is raising the floor it temporarily elevates the um, the every, poor. Every real economist, every mathematically inclined economist knows that all it does is increase the floor. The poor people get a temporary respite, and then the floor increases, and everything's back to normal. It's it's a moving target. Mm-hmm. So Donald Trump wants what? Uh, I don't know. He's well, he wants people to vote away their health care. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> he 
Yeah, I, I think what he really wants is to boink his daughter, but... Uh, everybody really wants that, too. Everybody wants to boink his daughter, or everybody wants him to boink his daughter? No, everybody wants to boink his daughter, and most people want to boink their daughter. Mm, okay. Not having kids, <laughs> neither of us can agree. <laughs> but we're thinking that's probably true. I watched Taboo. The, you know, the orangutan in chief is just a little bit more obvious about what's going through his mind. The fucker's 71. How is he so old? How do you get to be so old and not have any filter at all? Well, he's a silver he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He he was uh No, what was that uh phrase he was Donald Trump like Dan Quill was born with a silver foot in his mouth <laughs> now you gotta be pretty old to get that one but he's ridiculous I can't believe whatever I'm voting for Kanye in the next election because <laughs> apparently we can't do worse I joked about it before, but if he could be president, Kanye can totally be president. And he would not be a worse president. No, no, there's no way that Kanye would be worse. Because he's black. Um, and, and, and his mom is a university professor. So he knows what it's like to live on the the public dole. You know, even if it's not like off of welfare, it's off the taxpayer's dime, you know? We all live off of the taxpayers. Sometimes the government demands that you pay them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the oil company demands that you pay them. Well, they demand that you pay them and all the time. Sometimes monthly. the car company demands that you pay them. We're all paying for... We are slaves to the machine? Yeah. <laughs> You pay for your house, you pay for your electricity, you pay for... uh, And who pays you? Even if you're not working for the government, you're working for... Let's say you're working for Exxon. Where does Exxon get its money from? You are a service industry employee. You are a cog in the wheel. I'm saying that... You are a brick in the wall. We're moving money from one pocket to another. And this whole notion that... Well, if you study economics in college, you understand that a growing market is the only market that can sustain itself. Sure. Right? If you live on a planet, you understand that market is finite. (laughs) There's only so many greedy fucking human beings that we can fit on this planet. Right. You need to find another planet full of consumers in order to grow. But my point is, we're moving money from one pocket to another. And this whole idea that somehow public employees are Are parasites. Or less than, right? Less than. That they're feeding off of the taxpayer. It's like. We're feeding each other. We're feeding the old companies. The old companies are feeding us. Yeah, the... everybody else is providing a service, and we're providing a service, too. It's Damn just straight. our service is the one that you don't want to pay for that you need. And 
our service is the one that the orangutan in chief wants to shut down so that he can pay for his fucking wall that he demanded Mexico pay for during the campaign. Yeah, let's shut down schools and government agencies. So that we can pay for a wall that he assured us we were not going to have to pay for. Yeah, well, that's because... Because the government is... All the employees of the government, they're all parasites. Well, you got to remember how much we gift to Mexico every year is a 40th of what the wall's going to cost. We should be putting pressure on Canada because we should tell Canada that if they don't help us pay for the wall... We're going to stop buying Rush albums? What? We're going to fast track all Mexican immigrants up to Canada? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, fuckers, we need to build a wall to quick... Like, stop the American immigration coming up here. All the Americans are trying to like, come up here and not get and get our free health care. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> Socialized medicine, man. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun, but it does work ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, I, I love these idiots that claim that America has the finest health healthcare system in the world. It's we, like we have amazingly educated doctors and training centers. And you can benefit from them if you can afford them. <laughs> you can't afford them, you're going to county and you're going to die. Yeah. You're going to end up uh, on the rolls of indigent care and you're going to have a, you know, an emergency medical room technician that is so blasé about your treatment that... Oh, yeah, that looks a like a tumor. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Dude, you Sucks should do something you. about that, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Now we get the taser. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so Wonder Woman wraps up this summer at eight hundred million dollars. You thought she was going to be? Is that be, just domestic though? Because I you think you thought worldwide. she was going to be the one billion dollar woman, but no, Jamie Summers is she. Again, is that domestic or is that worldwide? I think that's domestic because you know we're Americans. <laughs> worldwide is ridiculous. But. The studio still gets the revenues from worldwide. The studios make shit up. And all they need to do is convince their investors that they made a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 2 is going to happen. Justice League movie is... Justice League movie is opening shortly. We're months away from the Justice League movie. Okay, so according to... Uh, box office mojo. Box the, office mojo. The domestic take for Wonder Woman is only four hundred and four million dollars. What? And so the worldwide, million. the worldwide is eight hundred million. So she's not the billion dollar woman. She's closing on a billion dollars. No, but summer closes and you're out. So the deal is, it's what I said. Is it because her story wasn't big enough? Because that Aries bullshit completed right she needed to fight a big enemy that wasn't Ares and gave us a preview to the giant climactic battle in Wonder Woman 2 that takes place after Justice League that would have been a smarter play she needed to defeat Voldemort (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, but let's look at it from a practical standpoint. They, um, they had no idea that there would even be a Wonder Woman 2? Right. They, yeah. The studios took a chance. They took a chance on Diana Prince. And World War One, Not that, a that was super an interesting popular choice. Interesting era choice. for a movie, right? I mean, if you think World War One. who wants to see that bullshit? But you had gas attacks, which were really big, right? What, I mean, World War One. World War One was warfare. the advent of her- horrific warfare. It's it was the advent of the Geneva Convention, mustard gas, and of no man's land, and machine guns and tanks. And these, it's where we turned warfare from this grand coming of age event to this whole. It's a horror-filled, meat-grinder, terrible thing. You're, I mean, World War One gave us the lost generation. Don't, don't underestimate. The lost generation sounds, sounds colloquial, sounds romantic, it sounds whatever. But the lost generation was a generation of human beings in an industrialized civilization that were lost to war. They went to war. And they never with came back. The idealized, romanticized visions of William Shakespeare, of Henry VIII, of uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. That's exactly it. Of lining up, facing your enemies on open battlefield, of walking forward, facing cannon fire, facing arrows, then eventually facing muskets. And. And doing battle like chivalrous you, men, right? If you were as brave as Gunga Din, you, you, could, you could succeed. You it could, was all on your bravery. It was all on you. It was all on every man. And when they faced the atrocities of World War One, they realized that it didn't matter how brave they were. It didn't matter how courageous. It didn't matter how skilled they were. Because you could bravely go against a hundred enemies. If you were hit with mustard gas, you were coughing up your lungs until you died. Well, you know, World War One was... It was the war where... It was one of the first technological wars. Yes. It was where, where technology could defeat bravery. And the... The Geneva Convention uh, did not exist. No, it came into existence because, because of, it. of World War One, and in World War One, no holds barred. If you could invent a weapon, you, you used you it. You could use it. Yeah, you definitely could use it. The idea that there were some weapons that were so atrocious, so atrocious that you could not use them, was inconceivable. So, uh, I can definitely see where the writers saw this opportunity to develop this Ares character in in World War One. But, but, but that's also their shortcoming because he they could have they could have made him not be the f- final battle. I mean, I think about World War Two, right? But. Wonder Woman did not defeat Ares. She beat him in a fight, but she did not defeat him. Hmm. It's not over. 
Ares is not dead. He's gonna come back. And he's gonna have a grudge. That's an interesting idea because you could say he comes back in World War Two. You could say he comes back in 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 um Afghanistan. He comes back in nine eleven. He comes back over and over again. Ares is there. Ares is manipulating people. She doesn't have the magic kill Ares forever sword. But that was just a token. She is the god killer. Not the sword. Right. Dinah Prince is the god killer. So anytime Ares re-manifests himself, she's the only one that could send him back. Yeah. That's a that's a good that's that's plausible, you know. So and it brings us into, say, Dark Seed. It brings us in Steppenwolf, right? You know, she doesn't know Steppenwolf isn't Ares or whatever. So that that's an interesting take on it. Well, for the record, I think it's the correct take. So was it Josh Whedon has has been brought in to redirect the Justice League movie and make it Steppenwolf centric and not Dark Side centric? You've read that, right? Uh, I had not read that. So we'll pause while you read that. <laughs> Justice League. Yeah, so the deal was uh, Steppenwolf was kind of a also-and character. Uh-huh. And it was a dark side movie. Yes. But the current Justice League is now going to be a Steppenwolf movie with dark side being a Thanos-like character. The, the veiled threat that lurks in the distance. What Marvel has been very good at is maintaining its bubbles. You, They have not really tried to maintain a grand continuity. Time Warner, the owner of DC Comics, has never done a great job at anything. In fact, their continuity sucks so bad, they're the one that had to do Crisis to like eliminate everybody else. They had to eliminate all the extraneous bullshit to make a cohesive universe. Whereas Marvel just called it Earth 616. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. They, you're the, okay, they're the primary. Well, your Earth that you think the primary is Earth 616, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other ones. You could think yours is the more, most important. Fine. There's a lot of other ones. And DC had to say, oh shit, we've got crypto... And Bizarro World and Krypton and Earth and oh, we've got to destroy all of these. So long, Supergirl. Yeah, so I. You've read some of the Ultimates and mm-hmm. Battle World mm-hmm. and those comics? Sporadically, yes. Because. It's all over the place. Yeah. And uh, it requires a significant investment to read all that. Well, yeah. In time and money. 
but definitely in time and money if you're not crafty yeah money if you have no scruples um i secret wars i i really enjoyed uh the comics uh did you read the new one uh, no, I I don't think uh, my. We're talking the Jim Shooter Secret Wars in '86. Yeah, we're 84? talking Jim Shooter Secret Wars. We're talking the the Secret Wars where Doctor Doom is pulling together fragments of the uh, the destroyed universes mm-hmm. and coalesces them into Battle World and way way back. Yeah, I want. Well, uh, we're talking two thousand ish. Oh, yeah. okay. That's why I said Secret Wars 1, Secret Wars 2, or the new Secret Wars. The yeah. new Secret Wars. The new Okay. <laughs> Even though it's 20 years ago, it's the new Secret <laughs> is that, Wars. Is that new, 20 years? In comics world, yes. So, you had the heartbreak of... Um, the Fantastic Four being ripped apart and Reed Richards. Seeing... So the Desperate Mothers, we like to think we're a podcast about other things, but we mostly talk about comic books. We like talking about comic books. and even Com- though... Comic books inspire us. Movies inspire us. Jim Henson's inspire us. Beer inspires us. Beer, definitely. So the Desperate Mothers is, is a podcast about middle-aged guys wanting to do other things who drink beer, watch... The Muppets, and read, read comic, comic books. books. Yeah. And watch movies, yeah. So, 40 to 50-year-olds, we're your demographic. <laughs> That's why we have 200 subscribers. <laughs> what is the population of planet Earth right now? Um... Two hundred. <laughs> all I care about. Fuck that. In twenty sixteen, the world population was uh, no that, seven billion plus or minus. That, that's a lie because you are taking into account what China and India do not report. I'm I'm just going by the first thing that popped up on my Google search. Uh, China and India are the most populous countries, and they are both closed governments. Yeah, they they have a close to a billion apiece. So the rest of the world is is lagging. China would have you believe that they're close to two billion, and India would have you believe they're clo- they're a billion. So they're three billion right there, and the rest of the world's less than them. But yeah, well, well the United States has like four hundred million. So well we have 300 and change for authentic american citizens the, the rest are like the rest are illegal immigrants <laughs> exactly right but they vote <laughs> if you donald, ask donald trump and donald trump wants to send them back to where they came yeah. and we're like dude we need to catch up with the fucking chinese <laughs> Yeah, don't make our population less fucker. Make it more. We don't we want to be a billion. We have more land than India. We need to be a billion. You know what? Those fuckers in Idaho got to start fucking. <laughs> so, so Wonder Woman is the 800 
million dollar woman. Who's going to the first billion dollar woman? The first billion dollar man was Iron Man, right? Just say yes. We don't need to look it up. Sure. Yes. It wasn't Hulk. And it no, wasn't Spider-Man. No. Spider-Man was close. But I think it was it was Iron Man. Yes, definitely. Wonder Woman has not made it to be the first. So do you think Wonder Woman 2 is going to be the first billion dollar one? Or do you think um, Captain Marvel is going to be the first million dollar, mm. billion dollar one? I don't think it's going to be Captain Marvel because... Um, Who knows Captain Marvel? Uh, well, nerds like us do. But even we don't agree on the importance of Captain Marvel. Well, I mean, it involves the Cree scroll war and stuff like that. Right. I'm not down with that. <laughs> I mean... I'm down with the history. I don't think Captain Marvel deserves to be the hundred, be the one billion dollar woman. Um, Rogue, Rogue, the Rogue movie should happen. Yeah, that's not going to. No, it's not. She Hulk movie should happen. She Hulk movie should happen. She Hulk should have a movie before Jessica Jones had a series, and I cannot go back in time to amend that. <laughs> Well, yeah. Storm um, should have a series before Jessica Jones. And she was a bit part in uh, X-Men Apocalypse. You saw that, right? Uh-huh. I've seen all the X-Men movies. That was Storm. Well, I think all the women in X-Men Apocalypse had bit rules. There were no really strong women characters in X-Men Apocalypse. No, there sadly weren't. And there could have been. There should have been. Psylocke was heavily in it. Yeah. And, and Psylocke was a major character. Yeah. I mean, she... She spawned some major storylines and uh, some great stuff in the comics. Um. Yeah, Psylocke. Well, Rogue did too. Oh Rogue. yeah, Rogue um, is an amazing character. Psylocke is an amazing character. Rogue is an amazing character. Even Jubilee. I love Jubilee. I love Jubilee more than Dazzler. And Dazzler is a weak ass mutant. <laughs> and, and, but Jubilee's. Like, Are you talking about the nineteen seventy something Dazzler? Yeah, Dazzle lights in your face. Yes. Um. Because as she's presented in in other comic books, it's a matter of being able to convert the electromagnetic spectrum from one frequency to another. Means means blinky lights. <laughs> At least it means you can take visible light and turn it into X rays. It means you can take. Did they do that? You can take X-rays and turn them into gamma rays. It Did means... they do that? Did they do that? That's interesting, though, the gamma ray thing. Sure. But they did nothing with it. It's photons. Yeah. They photons, did... man. They did nothing with that, right? You can take one photon and convert it from one frequency to another. And you make the Hulk. 
<laughs> you could. Yeah, with enough gamma rays. But they did not do that, did they? Okay, now we're Jubilee going... the Hulk. Now we're going off the nerd deep end. We suck. <laughs> hour and 20 minutes, and we're lucky to get 40 minutes of a cohesive <laughs> podcast. Yeah, but we'll be lucky if you trim out five minutes of anything. Well, the last time we did a podcast, the card wiped itself. Like, it's... It committed seppuku. It did. I, I went to the car and said, yeah, I did not do nothing. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Why did you do that when we were drunk? <laughs> like that one time that Sarah and you and I did like the blueberry whiskey. Sarah's like, you should put that podcast up. I know I listened to that. We should not put that <laughs> podcast up. <laughs> Or the Lost Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah, well, there's the Lost Christmas episode. And then there's the unedited Christmas episode. And the unedited Christmas episode is up for all to see. It's like two hours of meandering bullshit. So we're going to see how Wonder Woman 2 unfolds in the future. Years from now? Many years from now, huh? I'm looking forward to the new uh, DC Justice League movie. I want to see Justice League. Apparently, it's a Steppenwolf-centric movie, so... Okay. Everybody do your reading up on Steppenwolf. If you're a Dark Seed fan, as far as DC villains goes, you're going to have some indoctrination when it comes to Steppenwolf, right? You're fucked. <laughs> you, just gotta, to, you just need to buy a lot of back issues. Got to reread a whole bunch of shit. Right, right. It's not as fun as like Bizarro or Mitzelblick. I want to see a Bizarro fucking movie. So bad. Yeah, that would work. But until then, read up on your Steppenwolf. He is not the you know the born to be wild guy. <laughs> right. Born to be wild. We, we caught the reference. <laughs> you got anything for us next week? Next week, um, read up on your chapter one of the Upright Citizens Brigade Comedy Improvisational Manual. Next week, we expect you, our listeners, to have watched the entire Defenders series. All, how many episodes? Eight episodes. I have no clue how many episodes. Eight episodes are. of The Defenders. And if you haven't watched all of their individual series beforehand, you have your work cut out for you. Yes, because we're going to spoil the fuck out of... Uh... Yeah, of Iron Fist, Daredevil, Daredevil 2, Jessica Jones, and... Am I missing somebody? Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Oh, we're going to spoil the fuck out of Luke Cage. Cause I love Luke Cage, and they fucked it up. And I'm going to talk about that extensively. Yeah. You don't have to fuck up one of my favorite superheroes ever and not get lambasted over it. So if you have not listened to that, I'm going to spoil that for you. You got anything else for us? Drink beer. Visit the Bravery if you're in North Allied County. And what else you got? Um, B- Buy your... Uh, Stan Lee's L.A. Comic Con tickets. Those are on sale now, fuckers. And party on Garth.
party on, Wayne. <laughs> Hop on. <laughs>